What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Level Head Ass Podcast. I'm Maya, and today I'm going to be talking about being out of shape and how it feels getting back into shape. So, just a little background, like, I've always been, like, a bigger girl, but I've also always been active. Like, when I was in high school, I was in band, and then... So that was kind of like deliberate. And I really just had an epiphany as I was saying that sentence. That's why I kind of slowed down. But when I think about it, all of the the activity, the physical activity that I've done throughout my life have been based on somebody else's structure. So... I was in the band. I was in like in the marching band. So I really liked it. I enjoyed it. My friends were in band with me. So I was just, it's like it just kind of happened just because that was a part of the routine. You know, that's what you do when you're in band. So it, 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 it just was like nothing because the schedule was already written out for me. You know, it's, it was just something all I had to do was show up and, the band director would tell me what to do or my section leaders, they would tell me what to do, you know? Um, so I was in shape and I was in like a routine and didn't really like, I didn't do it because like I was motivated to do it. I did it because it's what I was just told to do. And it was something that I was a part of, and I just like followed the directions because I was I enjoyed being a part of the band. So that's crazy. Wow, that is really crazy. <laughs> um, when I like when I was in my early twenties, I really didn't have a car. And I had to get to work somehow. And I had to get to um, to school somehow. So, like, when I went to college for that small amount of time, there would be times where I would walk to school or I would walk home. And, I mean, it was miles, you know, and being walking around campus and people always talk about the freshman 15 I just don't under like you gotta have money to gain all that weight (laughs) you gotta have money to be eating like that like there will be times I'll like pack a little lunch from home and bring it with me and so I didn't really eat at the cafeterias and I really only brought like one meal per day um so It wasn't a conscious thing that I was doing. I wasn't consciously saying, okay, I have to, excuse me, I have to reduce my portions. I have to eat healthier. I have to do this. I have to do that. It just naturally happened because I had to do it. Like that's, that was my only option. So, you know, that's just another thing where it's like nutrition and, and, and working out, they weren't deliberate. They weren't based on how motivated I was or a plan that I created or whatever. It was just because I had to. And then 
there was another instance in my life where I really needed a job. Like I was down on my luck really badly. And I mean, this was early, my early 20s. I'm 29 now, but I was like 22, 23. I really needed a job and I couldn't take just suffering in the place that I was. And I couldn't let myself, because I felt like during that particular time period in my life, had I stopped and had I allowed myself to, to like fall victim to my current circumstances, I probably would have been stuck in that situation. I probably still would have been there. Hell, I probably would have had some kids by now in a situation like that. But, um, I mean, I can't really imagine myself being like that because I know me and I know that I, I ain't finna just like go out like that. So maybe I shouldn't say that I could have been there because I don't know. (laughs) But anyway, like what I'm saying is I was in such a bad situation that I was like, you know what? Rain, sleet, snow, if I'm walking, if I'm crawling, I don't give a damn. I'm going to work. If I don't have a ride, I'm still going to work. If I have to, you know, go and get cheaper groceries, I'm going to do that, you know? So that meant I was walking to the store and it was like hot in the summertime. I'm walking to the store buying groceries and people always say that healthy food is cheaper I mean it's it's more expensive but produce is actually very affordable especially like okay you can buy a bag of apples for less than the cost of a pack of chicken you can buy a bag of I'm just keep using a bag of apples no I'm gonna switch it up (laughs) you can buy like three or four zucchinis for less less than the cost of I don't know a pizza you can buy or or even to 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 give it more perspective you can buy uh maybe about five or six zucchinis five or six you know yellow squash or whatever you can buy those for the price of a fast food meal a meal at mcdonald's like that's a fucking like i don't i don't i don't make that excuse because <laughs> like that that kind of excuse made me want to barf in my mouth because i'm like girl why are you fucking lying you know damn well it's not because of the affordability people don't want to eat healthy because of comfort it's out of their comfort zone because when I tell y'all I was broke to the broke 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 to the 18th degree and I thank God for food stamps it y'all was broke it broke 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 so I um I would walk to the store and I would you know just get whatever food I can get and the fruit and vegetables like 
I would have to buy that produce a little bit more often that I would like if I bought something and put it in the freezer if I bought a lot of meat and put it in the freezer um it was a little bit more like it lasts longer I'm sorry if I'm getting out sidetracked. I'm getting sidetracked in my mind and I just zone off a little bit. That's how I do. Y'all should know by now. But anyway, <laughs> but if you get a if you get some meat and you freeze it or whatever, like you get this food and you freeze it, it lasts longer, sure. So you're not going back and forth to the store more more often. I was, I mean, I would go to the store. I would get, and I mean, I got things to freeze as well I got meats and stuff like that too I I didn't just go strictly vegan or vegetarian or anything like that but I did purchase predominantly produce and I ate pretty fresh you know I always kept a huge bag of rice a huge bag of potatoes like a bag of frozen broccoli like you gonna and then you got some chicken in the freezer too like you're gonna be straight but um yeah so like I was saying I was I was always walking to the store to get my food and um the store probably was like a mile and a half away uh give or take it, I mean, it probably was more I, I probably was walking like two miles to go to the store doing that like twice a week and then at that point I had a job in a production like a, a production type job so it, well not like video production or anything like that but I mean production as in like um like a factory job. So I was standing on my feet. I was moving around. You know, I was like, I was working at a chicken factory. So I would have to reach my arms in front of me and like pull the, um, pull the fat out of the back of the chicken's butt pretty much. And sometimes like it's a little resistance. So you gotta have to, you have to actually use a little muscle to do it. So I would be doing that all day. And I mean, we probably touched about, we touched a lot of birds throughout the day. And I mean, I was working with both of my arms consistently. Like I probably during the shift, I, I want to say 10,000, but that feels so small. <laughs> I touched 10,000 birds in a day. Like, the meat industry is fucking crazy. That's a whole nother thing. But anyway, so I was doing that at, at work. And then outside of work, I would be walking. I would walk to do my laundry. So I would be carrying my basket and all of the stuff. Because, I mean, this this was a kind of, it was kind of a rural rural town. That's a hard word to say. So work with me, y'all. But um, it, everything was so spread out. So, and, and I had so much pride. Like, eventually I started getting a ride to work because, I mean, the, the distance of my job, like, in a car is, like, 15 minutes. So walking, I mean, it, it'll take forever. But anyway, so eventually I, like, carpooled with somebody from work. But as far as me asking someone for a ride to go on errands, to go to the grocery store, to do this, do that... I just, I'm not that kind of person. I don't like asking people for anything at all, especially a ride. Like, ugh, I don't even know how to make it sound right coming out of my mouth, you know? (laughs) So, yeah, I was doing a lot of physical activity and it wasn't necessarily out of my determination and my motivation. It was, again, it was 
because I just had to do it. I had to do it to survive. You know, and then after I left that situation, I moved to another city and I mean, it was so, I I was doing so much better in life, but I was still walking to the bus to get, you know, to get to work or to get to, to go grocery shopping or whatever. I would, I would walk a lot, you know, um, and I, I still, I still was working at that job where I was doing so much physical activity. So I wasn't, well, actually, no, I was, I started off working at that job and then, um, I would drive like a, about 30 minutes to the next town to go to work. But then I got a job in town as a waitress. So, I mean, I would get on the bus. So that, that's a walk to the bus stop. When I get off the bus, that's another walk. When I get to work, and I usually get to work like right in the nick of time, so I'm automatically on go. You know, I'm, I'm working a whole shift as a waitress. And then after I leave work, I'm going to the bus, you know, walking back to the bus, get off the bus, walking back home, you know, so... I was just, I was exercising and losing weight. And I mean, I wasn't even like sweating it. You know, I wasn't even realizing that I am being very active or whatever. So, and then after that, um, probably about a year later, I moved to a bigger city. And I was biking to work, you know, I was biking to the bus stop. I was, you know, walking downtown. And I mean, I was just really active in that regard. And I was eating so much healthier. And that was a point in my life where I only drank water, nothing but water. Um, And then I moved back to my hometown. I did a lot of moving. (laughs) I moved back to my hometown and at that point I didn't have a car again (laughs) I didn't have a car again so I was I was having to walk to work walk to actually find jobs because I was very determined to get a job you know walk to the store if I needed to go and and then like at that point I had to be like, I was like 25 going on 26. So I started to think about, you know, I'm getting older. I need to, you know, focus on, you know, my health and focus on like my, my, my well-being, you know, and longevity. So that's when I actually would, you know, I would still be walking to work and all of that good stuff, but I was also getting up, walking around the neighborhood, you know, doing some yoga in the house, um, doing like little just floor exercises and stuff like that. I was eating healthier. So I think that's when the determination started to click. But I guess I was so used to working and being active on other people's structure or 
either other people's structure or like a structure that was kind of forced, not that I necessarily created. Um, I, I just remember I had to put my phone on do not disturb because I don't want to have to record this over. <laughs> but yeah, so um, what was I about to say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I spent so much time, you know, being active and being healthy either on somebody else's structure or on, and I use structure a lot, but it's just something that's important to me. Um, so yeah, either on somebody else's structure or just because I had to do it. You know, I wasn't necessarily thinking about, oh, let me work out to be healthy. It was more so I got to make some money. I have to go to work. I have to, you know, go to the store. I have to live a life and I don't have a car. So (laughs) Pat and Turner going to have to do what it do. So, um, I guess, I guess like I wasn't, I wasn't really prepared to like, when I got a car, that's when my weight gain started because I wasn't prepared to have so many luxuries, you know, because again, I was doing all this working out because I had to, now that I don't have to do it. Now that's the true test. That's the test to see like, okay, do you have what it takes to stay in shape or whatever? So I was, I was, I was able to stop through the drive through more. I was able to like, I don't know, everything just happened quicker. So I was able to relax more and I took a lot of advantage of that relaxing because sometimes I would get home with just enough time to take a shower, eat a little something and go to sleep. So now that I have a car and everything is being done quicker, I can just, you know, I can watch a little movie, watch a little TV. I can get into a series. I can scroll social media way more than necessary. I can do all of these things. So I got, I guess I got really wrapped up into the relaxation part of it. And, um, also, oh, what was I going to say? Oh yeah. Also like, I don't know why, but I have a hard time keeping a routine when things change. Like I'm not flexible in that way. Like I got my new car and I just put all kind of all workout routines and everything. I just put them out the window because another thing I would get up and walk around the neighborhood because I was bored. You know, I couldn't go anywhere because I didn't have a car and I live like way out, way far away from everybody else. So I didn't have a car, so I couldn't just go and hang out with my friends or go to the mall or do I couldn't just go and do things so I would be home and I would get bored in the house so I'll just walk the neighborhood well now I'm I, I don't I'm not bored anymore so you know I can get up and go when I want to so I lost 
my workout routine because I wasn't able to cross over, so to speak. I wasn't able to like change what I was doing on a daily basis. Like I I wasn't able to change the structure of my life, but maintain a workout routine. Um, And that's, I noticed that happened a lot, you know, because when I, it's like, when I finally get a routine, like I was telling you guys about, well, it could have been the first attempt of me filming or filming this, recording this, um, a spider fell on me and I had to like freak out. Like I had to have like a 30 second freak out session and kill it and all that good stuff. But, um, just to reiterate, if I said it at the beginning of this one, cause I, I don't remember just to reiterate, I was in the corrections Academy. So we did a three month training where, you know, we were working out doing two a days and, you know, we, we were just very physically active at that time. I'm saying we, because we worked as a team, but, um, I was just very physically active at that time. So during that three month period, there was actually a really big storm that came and I worked in the state of Florida. So, um, of course, when those tropical storms come by and it was around like September, October. So of course, when those tropical storms come, everybody's on high alert. Everybody wants to be 100% safe or whatever. So we were in our, um, training academy, but we had to like stop going to training academy and go back and work on the compound. Um, so, and I worked in a prison, so, you know, that's what we called it when we were actually out there in the actual prison, we just called it on the compound, but yeah. So I had to go and work on the compound and that because I mean correctional officers have a lot of time on their hand and it really ain't nothing to do but sleep sleep (laughs) somebody gonna get me for that sorry I didn't mean that it really ain't nothing to do but sit there and eat okay so yeah um (laughs) sleep oh lord but anyway so the workout, the working out, like just ceased immediately. And I was going to another facility to train. So I wasn't, I don't know. It's just like everything threw me off. I was going to a different environment to work, you know, I don't, that slight change even though it was still the same hours from 7 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., even though it was the same hours, I still just lost my routine. And I guess it goes back to me saying um, it's on somebody else's structure. I lost my routine because, I mean, I was doing it because it was my job. You know, I was, I was staying there because it was my job. So... I lost that structure or whatever. And um, then when we got back into it, it's like I never really got it back because, I mean, I was doing well. I was, (laughs) I adopted this vegan lifestyle and for like a month and a half, but I was vegan. I was like, y'all, my body was great. I was, oh, I look so good. So, (laughs) So, um, 
you know, everything, like, I just looked really good. I, I felt really good because I was just working out so much in the training academy. And then when we had to go back to the compound for the storm, it just kind of messed up the whole routine and messed up everything. So I just wasn't able to get back into when we finally went back to the um, training academy because we were out of training academy. I want to say about three, maybe even four weeks. Um, so when we finally got back, we, we got back the day after my birthday. And I don't know, the spirit of the class felt a little bit different, you know, because everybody was all pumped and motivated. But that storm broke our momentum. It definitely broke my momentum. So I just wasn't able to get back in that routine like as far as my nutrition goes, I mean, I had to get back in the workout routine because it was mandatory. But as far as the um my nutrition, I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. So then when I graduated training academy, I fell back into my old habits because again, there was a change in my environment. There was a change in in like the requirements of the job like it wasn't required for us to go to the gym you know it wasn't required for us to eat healthy um and oh another thing when when I was in training academy we couldn't leave the camp we couldn't leave we couldn't have our phones we couldn't do any of that we couldn't even go to our cars during the train like during the day the only time we could go to our car, maybe we can make a quick run at lunchtime, but we couldn't stay out there long, you know? So the beginning of the day and the end of the day is really when we go to the car. So, and then when we got on the, um, when we got on the gun range, we couldn't leave out those gates all day. So that was another thing that helped me out because I wasn't just eating junk food all day. I wasn't just grabbing crap. Um, I was actually like, I would deliberately pack a certain amount of food, really healthy food. And, you know, and, and I would eat, I would eat that healthy food or whatever. And that would be the only option that I had, because if I didn't eat that, I ain't eat nothing. And I'm not going to go the whole day without eating. And especially when I know I'm doing these workouts, running a mile and a half every day, you know, I just know that that's not just, that's just not going to happen. So I had to make sure I had my food and I had healthy food or whatever. So that helped me out as well. But anyway, like I said, when I graduated um, training academy, I mean, I just fell off. And I think that's the last time. Yeah, that's that's like the last time I had an actual workout routine. And that was the end of 2018. Here it is, the beginning of... 2019 so like a year and a month of not really working out you know and I've done I've had like a a job where I worked out because it, it goes back to you know me just doing it because it's my job as opposed to me doing it because I'm motivated to do it you know um 
I was working where I was getting in and out of my car. I was a, a pizza a pizza delivery driver, so I was getting in and out of my car consistently. You know, I was just doing all of the things that were required of me, and it just happened to be physical activity. So then, after I left that job, that's when I became one hundred percent self-employed, self-sufficient, self-everything. But thinking back to it, like I have never had to just make a structure for me to be healthy. I've never had to motivate myself to get up and go exercise or whatever. You know, I've never had to do that. So now I have to because that's my only option for for working out. Which brings me to my dilemma. How in the hell do I do that? Where do I start? Like, how do you summon motivation? You know what I mean? Like, how do you just... I envy them people who can just get up and fucking do it. Like, me... I'll do it when I do it, when I get to it sometime, you know, but I just envy those people who can just get up, do what they got to do, and somehow they got time to lay down and, you know, well, not lay down, but sit on the couch and watch a movie at the end of the night. You know, it's it's amazing. Um, so... I think I'm going to just like maybe write out a list. Uh, I mean, I've Googled how to get back in shape and everything, but it's all like the workout. Like I heard one guy mention like, oh, you have to, you know, you have to get your mentality right and all of that stuff. But how do you do that? (laughs) Like they'll give so many specifics on what workouts to do, how to work out, you know, what your heart rate does. You know, what, how, how your CO2 levels improve and your blood pressure improves and all that shit. Like, they'll tell you all of this stuff, but they won't tell you what to do to mentally get yourself back together. They'll just generalize everything to do with mentality. So, I have to kind of figure it out on my own. And, I mean, there's something, there's information out there. I've only watched a few videos. I ain't gonna act like i just done so much research. But, um... Yeah, that mentality change is a motherfucker. Like, I'll get up and do some exercise. Like, it's nothing for me to get up and just exercise. But the lack of mental wellness, it it, it, it kind of affects the consistency. You know, like, it. if I am... I don't know, like, if my mentality ain't right, I can do something one or two times, but it ain't going to be consistent. So that's the number one thing or whatever. So I, and another thing that got me to, well, the, the main thing that got me to pick up my phone and actually record this because it was on my mind, um, 
I was sitting here watching a show on Netflix, Next in Fashion. If you are a person who likes fashion, if you like Project Runway type shows, um, and that one show that only showed like one season, the fashion show with Kelly Rowland, uh, if you like those kind of shows, you will love Next in Fashion on on um, Netflix. So yeah, definitely check that out. But anyway, back on point. I was watching that or whatever, and... I had been watching, like, I had watched, like, two episodes prior to the one that I'm on now. But, um, I watched those episodes, and, I mean, I was just kind of, like, down. I was falling asleep at, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and I hadn't done any physical activity. I've been in the house all day. I've been pretty much on the couch all day. Other, I mean, other than me, like, straightening up the bathroom and straightening up the kitchen, um, and I straightened up the living room too. Like other than that, I've just been kind of chilling all day. So it's no reason for me to be sleepy. I should be very energized, but I'm to the point where I, it's like, I, I rest so much that my body is used to it. And like, I kind of felt that. So, um, I pulled out my, my weed jar <laughs> And smoked a little weed and like for me weed helped me get up and go it ain't no like sluggish couch potato stuff like if I don't smoke that's when I'm a sluggish couch potato so I smoked a little weed and I'm not a heavy smoker but you know a little bit to just kind of you know bring back the alertness and I started to feel my heart thump but it wasn't like a painful or a scary thump it was just a it was just a reminder that oh yeah you haven't done much cardio you haven't done much physical activity in god knows how long you know so and i think at the beginning i said this is gonna be short whoops (laughs) but yeah so um smoked a little weed and i started feeling my heart just doing what it do and I was like, wow, I haven't really heard, I haven't really felt that in a while. So while I'm watching this show, I pushed the table, the coffee table forward. And I just got up and started um, doing some squats. And then I started jogging in place. And then I did this, uh, my version of like a side lunge. And I mean, it was such light exercise. But when I tell y'all I was winded, okay, I was Wendy Williams, honey. I was winded. Oh my God. So (laughs) I just, that right there just kind of really like, it almost made me want to cry. Like, how can I be that out of shape? That out of shape. I wasn't really doing much of nothing, you know? So that's got to change. So, um, like I said, I, I think I'm going to write out like a workout routine, structure myself. Um, I have a planner, so I'll probably kind of write it in my planner. And um, and yeah, so. Oh, and my water intake. Is definitely my water intake ha- actually has improved because for a long time I wasn't drinking much water and I have so much fresh water available to me but 
still. I wasn't drinking much water. I was I was drinking everything but water or nothing at all. Which is equally as bad for you as drinking sugary trash drinks. But yeah, so my water intake intake has improved. I got to work on this nutrition, but more than those things, I got to work on somehow bringing that motivation forth, you know, and, and bringing out that the self-determination because I don't know how to summon it. Um, so as of now, I just have to create a structure for myself And over time, I guess I will, I think that's when I'll be able to just get up and do it, you know, pull that motivation out of myself when when I am kind of into a workout. I I, I saw like a video on YouTube, this workout expert guy. I mean, anybody can just say they're an expert or whatever on YouTube, but he looks pretty healthy. He looks in shape. So I'm going to trust him more than I trust myself because he looks better than me. So (laughs) he was saying that um, it takes six months to see changes and see results. And to um, it takes six months to create the lifestyle. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's false. um, But if that's the case, like it's February right now. So what month month eight? So in August, I need to be like in shape. I need to be. I need to get it together. And another thing that I'm I'm not gonna do. I've always done like losing weight in or trying to lose weight in a short amount of time. You know, lose thirty pounds in three months. You know, like. that's it's very possible but everything that's possible isn't sustainable you know so I I'm off of that I'm not doing the whole you know I need to lose weight by this time if an event is coming up and I haven't lost you know, a goal. I, I'm not at my goal weight. I have to be fine with that. But I also like I realized that like because I have an event that I'm going to next month. So I want to you know, I want to look good for that. But something that I've realized, like just thinking back to all of those times where I was working out, um, working out makes your skin look amazing it makes you feel better and when you feel better you know your positivity projects you know outward so you are you know you you in turn look better you know because you're happier you're smiling you you're just in better spirits you're not slouchy and grumpy so even if I'm not at my goal weight when that event occurs and then, you know, there's another thing I'm going to be doing in June. There's something else I'm going to be doing in July. So even if I'm not at my goal weight, 
I want the I want the comfort of knowing that I'm going to look and feel good. Even if I'm at this weight that I, I am now, which I weighed myself and oh, my God, I almost broke down because I haven't seen that weight on the scale since I was in high school. And it was pitiful, not even high school, um, like late middle school. But yeah, so. Yeah, that was hard. But even if I get on the scale, I weigh the exact same thing, but I've been working out for a month. I'm still going to look better at this weight, if that makes sense. Like my clothes, even though they're the exact same, if I wear an extra large now, my body won't look as good as it looks If I wear an extra large after a month of working out, you know, my body will be like together, you know, my posture will be better. So I just have to go ahead and start because the benefits, some benefits of working out are immediate. That's what I have to do. I have to just pay attention to the immediate benefits, you know, how good I feel after working out one time. You know, the the. And I have to const. I have to, you know, remember how good I feel so that the next time that's what I will be seeking at the end of that workout. That That's the goal. That's kind of a goal. The goal is to feel good. Um, another thing that I am off of doing is like. Goal weights. Like, I just want to work out. I want to feel good. I know that my body is like, my body's going to change. So whatever. And like, I guess I'll just generalize it and say weight loss, period. Like, I don't want to focus on weight loss. I don't want to care about weight loss. I don't want to step on the scale all the time to see if the number drops. I don't want to keep tying a fucking band around me to see if I lost some inches. I don't want to keep doing that. Like, I just want to feel good and the weight's going to fall off, you know, and I think I'll feel better when I don't realize that the weight is dropping off. You know, I feel better when the weight just leaves and, you know, that's that. But, um, yeah, so I'm going to write out something right now, write out like a little routine and then I'm going to do a workout. I'll probably post, if I remember, I'm going to post a, um, a picture of like my workout schedule in my planner. So, um, yeah, if you got through the show to this point, thank you. It's wow. 42 minutes. I can talk about weight loss or I can talk about health. Boy, boy, boy. But yeah. So if you got this far, thank you so much. Um, if I bored you, still, thank you for being here. <laughs> um, thank you for my listen. But yeah, um, I guess what you should take away is like, don't focus so much on 
in the beginning, don't focus so much on physical fitness and being fit, being in shape, reaching my goal weight, doing this, doing that. Focus on your mentality. Focus on building a structure for yourself and motivating yourself. You know, focus on those internal things and start little by little, little things like, you know, parking further away. I'm sure y'all have heard all of these tips, but like parking further away in parking lots or like, you know, getting up doing exercises on, I don't know if y'all still watching TV out there, um, but, you know, getting up doing exercise during the commercial break or whatever. Um, Or if you're watching TV, like if you're watching like well, maybe not Netflix, but if you're watching like Hulu or something and an ad come on, just get up and jog in place while the ad is on, you know, um, change your mentality about food. That's something else I'm working on. Um, but yeah, change how you think about food and what's up guys. So it's Maya and I'm back with another episode i'm not really sure what episode this is but um yeah i'm back i might try to do the season one season two thing since it's been some weeks since my last recording um i'm gonna turn i'm turning off my fan right now so it's not as much white noise but this isn't the cookie cutter super edited type of podcast um there's gonna be some white noise in the background because I'm just sitting here you know I'm not in some um some like what is it called soundproof type location I'm just in an open space so I just want you guys to I don't know I, I just want this to be kind of realistic you know, um, because like I said before in previous episodes, and I'll probably say it plenty times again because I don't know what episode, like, is your first episode, but this is the podcast version of a vlog. So it's very unstructured, and it's just me sitting here talking about whatever things are on my mind at the moment. So Right now, I just wanted to talk to you guys about something that I'm battling, which is I'm battling bringing myself back from having let myself go. In the past, maybe three years, I've really, really, really let myself go. I honestly feel like it's because of my relationship. Like it's, yeah, it's 100% because of my relationship. Like, the person I'm with assures me so much that he loves me and that I'm beautiful. Sometimes to a fault. You know, sometimes... Sometimes I feel like his attraction to me and his love for me 
cripples me in a sense that I get very complacent, you know? It's like I'm not really working for anything anymore because I have the man that I want, you know? So I've kind of let myself go. And like, I'm sitting here just looking in the mirror like, this ain't me at all. Like, (sighs) there would be times where I would sit in the house for hours just playing in my makeup, playing in my hair, you know, no matter who came over, I was looking cute or no matter what happened, somebody could call and say, hey, let's get up and go to so-and-so or let's get up and do this. Like, it only take me like 30 minutes to get ready because I'm always, you know, I'm always trying on different outfits and playing dress up. So I already know what I'm going to wear. You know, my skin looks pretty good. So it's only a few things I have to do on my face. My hair is looking pretty good. So it's only a couple things I got to do to my hair. You know, I don't have to try on 10 outfits to get the right one because I look good in all of my stuff. You know, like, that's how it was in the past. But now it's so much more difficult. Now it's like... Everything I wear looks bad on me. Everything. You know, any way that I put my hair looks bad on me. Like, I just look very... I'll just say this. The way that I look is not very deserving of the relationship that I'm in. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I deserve my relationship because I'm really letting myself go. And it's not even just my physical appearance either. Like emotionally, I'm just, you know, mentally, I, I just feel like, um, I don't know. It's just like, I'm not really a hundred percent. You know, I'm not really where I should be and how I should be. Um, Also, like, with me getting so much, like, my work life has improved and I'm gaining a more consistent clientele. And I don't know, I just feel like I'm getting, I'm getting so much there's so much positive outcome in my work life, but at home, man, it's a wreck. It's a complete wreck. Like I've let, I've let our home go. And I don't exactly know how to pull us up out of this. Like, My cleaning habits have become very lackluster. My health habits have become very lackluster. Self-care 
it's non-existent all of that so yeah it's 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 been kind of tough like it's a really tough time right now I was on the phone with my boyfriend and he was just talking like, um, you know, I, I don't feel like I'm doing enough and I don't feel like, you know, I'm being the man that I should be. And well, I don't I don't know if he said that verbatim, but, you know, he was just saying like, I don't pretty much he's just saying he doesn't feel like he's doing enough. You know, he's not doing enough with his money. He's not doing enough, you know, as far as like, you know, just doing right by his daughter and doing right by me, you know, he, he was just conflicted in that. And like, as he was saying that, I'm like, you have no idea how well you're doing. Like he's doing pretty good, especially especially for a person who on paper has everything up against him. You know, he's a black man and he ain't in prison. He's a black man and he has a job. He's a black man and he has a home that he is taking care of. He's a black man. He has a daughter that he is taking care of. You know, he's a black man who is in a relationship with a black woman. That's very important. He's in a relationship with a black woman and he is making an effort to actually do right by his family and by me, by his daughter, by, you know, by himself, like he's, he's doing a really good job and he's, it's like, he's doubting himself. And as he's saying all of that, I'm like, damn, like you're doing so well and yet you're still doubting yourself and I'm doing a crap job. And, like, you still aren't, like, turning it around on me and doubting me. Like, I don't know. It's, that's a pretty good guy, that Tevin. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I'm just saying all of that to say, like, I don't think that I don't think that I deserve my relationship yeah that's what it is that's what it is because as soon as I said it I teared up because I know it's true yep that's exactly what it is I don't think I deserve this relationship because I'm not doing right I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing in a relationship And I feel like crap for it. But I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, that's that's pretty much the gist 
of it. Um, and like just sitting here looking in the mirror, like, oh my gosh, like I, y'all, I stepped on the scale earlier and I weighed 235 pounds. 235 freaking pounds. So I've gained like, 35 pounds since, I don't know, in like the last year, maybe year and a half. And although it doesn't seem like a lot for that time span, it's a steady incline, you know, because just like two weeks ago, I was at like 133. And then a couple weeks before that, I was at like 128. And I... Like, I remember a couple months ago being at, like, 119, like, oh, my gosh, I really need to lose weight. I'm so fat. Ah. You know, shit, I can remember two years ago being at 202 pounds and just thinking, like, oh, my gosh, I really need to lose weight. And it's like, actually... You were good. <laughs> I was good, you know. I was, and I mean, I, sure, I, I still could have stood a few pounds of weight loss, but in the grand scheme of things, like I was doing pretty good, and I wasn't able to see that because I don't know. I was just so, I was so focused on looking like something that I saw on fucking Instagram or whatever. I was so focused on that, that I'm, I just, I just kind of let myself completely fall to the wayside because I'm like, well, I'm not there. So I'll never be there. I'll never be as good as I want to be. So fuck it. Let me just not be shit completely. And here I am. Man. Yeah. I've let myself go big time. And another thing with my relationship, I feel like I've completely lost my personal identity. A lot of my uniqueness is gone. The last time I've worn my, the last time I actually wore my natural hair out in a cute twist out or whatever was so long ago. And I miss it. Those were the days I felt so confident. (laughs) That's so random, but like, If you see me with, like, a really cute outfit and I got my hair and my curls popping, like, that's how you know, like, oh, she feel real good. She feeling real nice. (laughs) You know. But, yeah. Uh, Things have been kind of hard for me. Especially, like, 
when it comes to just emotions and just like mentality and when it comes to like the realities of life finances and like relationships um outside of like my my romantic relationship like you know just relationships with people I interact with just in general platonic relationships like they've just been falling by the wayside and I've never been a person who just had a load of friends and connected with everybody but when I have people who I'm friends with I mean or when I find people who I'm actually comfortable being friends with it's a it's a big deal and I try and be the best friend I can be you know so and like I have people like that in my life people who are really good friends but I don't really I I just feel like I'm not able to give myself in that way and in like a like as a good friend I'm not I don't know how to be a good friend through my hard times you know um Damn, that's a that's a that's kind of something tricky to get over. I don't know if anybody else has this kind of issue, but how do you be a good friend when you don't feel good? Like people always say like, oh, um, I've heard people say stuff like anytime you say something good about yourself and the person you talking to, like if their energy shifts, then that person is like, you know, a snake or that person is a hater or whatever, but I don't really think so. I think some people don't really know how to be, how to congratulate their friends or how to be happy for their friends or how to like be, like how to, to, to be encouraging or motivational or, you know, supportive that's the word I'm looking for but how to be some some people and I'm I am one of the some I don't really know how to be supportive of my friends when I'm going through shit like I don't know it's really hard so if somebody if if I have a friend who say hey I got a promotion at work I'm doing so well all I got to do is say congratulations because you know, I genuinely like if if I consider you my friend, I'm genuinely happy for you and I want everything to go well for you in your life. But I don't know, sometimes when you are when things are not going your way in your own life and you start to hear other people's triumphs, it's not really a hater type thing. It's more so like. Damn. How do I, how how do I, I don't know. It's just like you kind of get into like the self comparisons, I guess. Like, damn, like you're doing so good. How, how do I get there? You know? And then it's, it's, it's also like wanting to relate, but you can't. That's really hard when someone's speaking highly of their lives and, you just want to relate and you can't. 
So you don't really have any, you don't really know what to say. You don't really have anything to say. You just kind of say like, because I have a friend who, um, she's doing really good at work and she's doing really good in her relationship and she's, you know, she's doing really good. And she's, she was talking about, um, getting a promotion or whatever. And, um, she was also talking about like saving her money and making investments and stuff. And I mean, I gave her the best conversation that I could in that moment, but I mean, it's just hard when you can't relate, you know, the only thing I could relate with is the relationship type talk. Like, and I want to relation, I want to, I want to relate on more topics than just my relationship, you know? I want to be like, I want to be a well-rounded friend and that's what I aim to do with any friendships that I'm in. But it's just really hard. Like, how do you give your friend, like, how do you, how do you be a good friend when you don't feel good about yourself? It's so hard. I don't know, but I am, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, this is just me rambling a random thought on my head. So I'm just going to continue to, I stopped in the middle of cleaning to do this podcast. So um, I'm going to continue cleaning, finish up. And um, I hope that you guys Have a peaceful and wonderful day, night, afternoon, whatever time it is you listen to this. Have a good one with your level head ass. Bye.